This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. President Biden spoke at length about the war in Ukraine and the impact Russia's attacks are having on national security. I'm announcing that we will join our allies in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights. Speaking to a mostly mask-free House chamber, the president shared his view on where the country stands in the fight against COVID-19 more than one year into his term. Because of your resilience and the tools that we have been provided by this Congress, tonight I can say we're moving forward safely back to a no, norm, more normal routines. President Biden is hoping for a bump in the polls coming out of this speech. A recent Fox News poll shows his approval rating at 43%. On Capitol Hill, Caroline Shively, Fox News. Live continuing team coverage, WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. You told me yesterday that beyond the war in Ukraine, it came down to inflation, inflation, inflation for the president. How did he manage that? Well, when it came to inflation, First of all, what he tried to do, and understandably, is to characterize his first-year successes. And he talked about the American Rescue Plan. He talked about infrastructure. He talked about more jobs. But when he got to inflation, sharp contrast between what he had to say and the response that you got from Governor Reynolds. Basically, he pointed to the pandemic. He pointed to the supply chain. But he certainly did not talk about any responsibility or that government spending might have contributed to this, which was the response from the Republican governor. His solution to inflation too rich is one that he has talked about during his first year, which is the Build Back Better plan and more spending. That doesn't sit well with Senator Joe Manchin. I don't think it sits well with many in Congress. And, of course, that was also taken to task in the rebuttal. So on the inflation question, it is, I believe, front and center right now. And as we head towards November, this is what's on the minds of the American people, what they're paying for gas, what they're paying for groceries, what they're paying for housing. That was certainly a big part of last night. Uh, but it, there is a policy divide in Congress on how to approach this. Oftentimes in the State of the Union, there's a lot of touting of ideas and big picture, but really less tangible stuff in terms of uh, kind of meat and potatoes moving forward. Did you hear anything new that you can now see policy developing out of? I don't think as typical of these speeches, there weren't a lot of specifics. And I think the speech really was in two parts. The first 12 minutes was on foreign policy, of course, and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And this is one where you saw a big difference in Congress and how they responded to this. This part of the speech got bipartisan support, Republicans and Democrats, both on their feet, both supporting, united in their opposition to to the Russian invasion of Ukraine and united in their support for the Ukrainian people who have been amazing in their in their courage and for President Zelensky, who has also been courageous. And then you saw a rallying around the president's words when he talked about the NATO alliance, the bringing together of everyone together, the imposition of sanctions and helping Ukraine. That was one piece of unity. But when it got to domestic policy, For the president, it was pretty much stay the course in terms of his thinking. One difference may be building, uh, breaking down, build it back better into smaller pieces of legislation to try to pass that as opposed to big ones, bigger, massive legislation. But overall, it was very much what Biden has been talking, President Biden has been talking about in his first year. Of course, these speeches don't give you a lot of specifics, and I didn't see a lot of specifics last night. What was missing beyond the specifics, maybe? I think there may have been missing, Bruce, a little bit of a recognition of what didn't work during his first year and what we need to be doing in the future. For example, on energy policy, what's happened in in internationally, we have seen the vulnerability of Europe to oil and gas and dependency on Russia. We have certainly seen highlighted the need for American independence and energy as we pivot to as we pivot on climate change. 
That pivot is certainly a big part of the Biden administration. But before that pivot, we've got to make sure, and I think this was part of what was missing, is the discussion of energy itself and energy policy and energy prices. Also, I don't think there was quite missing was the acknowledgement that this inflation is the result of maybe the perfect storm of some things. But one piece of it, according to the Republican side, is the government spending piece, and is there going to be a change in the future? So therefore, I thought for on the domestic side, President Biden was pretty consistent with his first-year agenda and didn't show that he was going to change much based on his first year in office, and it's been a very challenging first year. Hey, very briefly, Rick, can anything change in a midterm election season where he can possibly get or try to muscle anything through, especially given the world affairs that we have? There's still a lot of time before November. He took this speech, he gave this speech against the backdrop of low approval numbers and the overhang of the midterm elections where the, the Congress hangs in the balance. Last night was an attempt to reframe his first year, to position uh, the, his office and to the presidency for November. And in particular, when he talked about funding the police and the solution is to fund the police, that plays well. That is where the American people are. That is good politics. That is good policy, although it was criticized on the progressive side. There is still time. But in the end, if prices are rising in November, no matter what the president says, it's going to be very, very difficult to persuade the American people come the midterms. A lot more uh, reaction to the State of the Union coming up at 9 on the Brian Kilmeade Show, live and local, noon to 3 with Mark Kay, and this afternoon, 3 to 6 with Sean Hannity. Uh, Rick Mullaney, JU Public Policy Institute and WOKV political analyst. Thanks.